0: From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here's your host, Eric Wakeling. All right, hi. Welcome back to the Calvary Life Podcast. Eric Wakling here, and I'm here with Matt Doan. How's it going, Matt? I'm doing well. Excited
1: for this t- kind of a relaunch, restart. The podcast is back.
0: That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so we're we're coming back, coming back strong, and looking forward to it. And um, you know, hey, we as a church have been talking lately about values, right? Like because we're in this whole new series, what we value, and we're heading into our ninetieth. Anniversary, October 25th. Isn't that crazy?
1: It's amazing to think that. God's been so gracious, faithful, kind to this church for 90 years. Yeah,
0: yeah. And you think all the things that happened in history since 1931, right? I mean... We're talking pre-World War II kind of stuff. It's pretty wild. Uh, so it is great to see, yeah, that God's faithfulness to this church and the faithfulness of God's people, too, here um, over the years. And so, yeah, we're excited, though, to, to be into this. Um, and uh, Matt, like you just told me a story that I think is worth telling the people. Oh, no. <laughs> so, uh, and we're, we're going to incorporate this into, like, maybe we could incorporate this into truth, because you had to, like, know the truth for yourself to be safe and set free.
1: Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we are going to get to just uh, the values of Calvary and today on truth. Um, but right before we started recording, I told Eric this situation that happened to me last Thursday. And as Eric loves to do, he loves to put me on the spot. So thank you, <laughs> my brother. But uh, so last Thursday, we were received an email in the morning here at our church staff that said, hey, heads up, everybody, Santa Ana Police Department is doing a training uh, tonight on the campus. For
0: SWAT, by the way, for, a SWAT training. For canine SWAT. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so they
1: said, just heads up, it's going to be in the worship center at 6.30 tonight, Thursday night. This is last week. Um, and right. So, so like, don't
0: have a Bible study in right. there while yeah. SWAT is invading the worship center. <laughs> exactly. So,
1: uh, so I got the email. No big deal. I'm not usually here on a Thursday night at 6.30. But a couple circumstances changed in my day, and I ended up forgetting about uh, that email. And I found myself at about 6.30 in my office, which is, many of you probably don't know what this is, but it's upstairs in the main worship center. Yeah. And then it was my sweet wife, Marie, just texts me like, are you coming home? I'm like, yeah, sorry, I'm just getting delayed. I'm on my way out now. So <laughs> I pack up my laptop, throw it in my bag, leave. Uh, oh, wow. That's two right now.
0: It's two right now. So we are recording this. We're going to pause. Okay. Um you can turn your thing off. Oh, but like, that's we, actually mine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought it was you. I was blaming no, you. No, no, Mine was in my pocket. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so at 10.02, we pray, the 10.02 prayer. So hey, I know it's probably not 10.02 when you're listening, but we'll just quickly even pray here. So uh, Luke 10.2, um, that the harvest is ripe, the workers are few. So we ask God to send workers into the harvest. So Lord God, we come before you and say, Lord Jesus, please send workers into the harvest, Lord. We pray that we would be even those workers who are sent out to proclaim the good news of who you are, and I pray for those missionaries around the world doing that, and for us here doing that um, across the street, and we pray that in Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. So yeah, great reminder to yeah. be putting that on our phones, reminders, two right. a.m. or p.m. So anyways, <laughs> back to this lawn um, uninteresting story. So I leave, It's I, interesting. very interesting. I leave my office last Thursday night, it's 6.32 or so because i remember this after looking at the clock and i walk out of the worship center upstairs in the worship center and i open the door and to head to the parking lot and there's four of san Ana police department's finest um police cars and officers and canines yeah are these the, the german
0: shepherds or what are they, uh, you know it's, it's or a are the version other, of that yeah they're, they're like pretty intimidating Belgian malinois yeah, or whatever yeah, that's they, are. What they are yeah yeah, yeah they're yeah. pretty
1: intimidating dogs <laughs> but uh, so they're all at the base of the stairs and uh my brothers of the police department are like uh, where'd you come from? <laughs> oh, no said, uh, from my office. They're like, is anyone else up there? I'm like, no. They're like, okay. Uh, we didn't know anyone was up there. We were about to release the canines. They're doing like some practice where they would, you know, hide somebody upstairs and then the canines would have to sniff them out and then, and then bite them. Um, and so, Eric, I was literally probably a minute, two minutes away oh, from being um, mauled. Wow. <laughs>
0: Now, I got to say, like, I mean, I don't want you to get mauled. Thank you. I, I don't want that. <laughs> I appreciate you. But at the same yeah. time, you know, of course not. I remember it was like a Jim. I think it was Jim yeah, Gaffney thing. A, of course not. But maybe. Right. Of course, I don't want you to get mauled. But maybe it would be a great, even better story if you got a little mauled. Ah,
1: that makes that bad? Can like So uh, <laughs> if they would have released the dogs up there, I would have just run if I was walking out. And then that probably would have even. Made it that's worse. what they're trained to do, right? Yeah, Is exactly. chase the bad guy. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Um, oh, that is incredible. Anyways, that, that no, will make, a its good way start. In,
1: that'll make its way into a sermon at some point. Oh,
0: for sure. For sure. That's good. But uh, so, yeah, we don't value Matt Doan getting mauled. Uh, <laughs> we do value being a support to our community. And so that's even what our church was being, just like right. trying to support our local police department. Training ground, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So values. So into these things that we value. We know as a church, we've had these like vision statement, purpose statement. Should I make you recite... <laughs> <laughs> shit, I mean, no, I won't do that to you right now. It's too it's too much putting you on the spot. But, uh, I mean, you know our purpose statement, right? What's the three words?
1: Yeah, connect, grow, reach.
0: Yeah, connect, grow, reach. So we're a community where we connect with God and others to grow in our faith so we reach Orange County and the world for Jesus Christ. So we know that's first, that this value to reach Orange County and the world for Jesus Christ is within our very purpose statement, right? Mm-hmm. And then the vision statement has got the, the tagline kind of slogan of the church, which is that whole thing of being... Better together, right? So better together is within that. So we want to be a family It's better together, being changed by the gospel to love like Jesus across all cultures and generations. So, like, these things are, like, foundational. Like, even before the values, right, those things are there. And that includes that uh, stuff about our church that we really care about, about being— um, you know, being a outward externally focused church that it's loving like Jesus across all cultures and generations, that it's about reaching Orange County and the world for Jesus Christ and things have to lead towards that. It's about the gospel, right? Right.
1: And don't you think too, it's, um, it's hopefully it's the DNA of Calvary. Mm -hmm. Like if you were to poke around to, um, how we do things, this would feel like this is at the core, but also it's what we're hoping to be. So it, maybe it's what we, are, but it's also what we need to be growing into.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah, we, we we want this to be authentic, right? We want that to be genuinely who we are, but we also want to aspire to something, right? Like that's what's so important about who we want to be. And then we hope that this stuff's inspirational for people, too, right? We want you to be inspired by this, that like, hey, maybe this can be more of who I am and who I'm what I'm praying about, what I'm seeking the Holy Spirit's power in my life, all of that. So because there's even things, too, you know, that aren't necessarily—maybe it's not in this blatantly, but we know these things are pillars of our church, right? Like these couple things we feel like since 1931 our church has been known for, sure. being true to the Word of God, preaching the whole Word of God, and global missions, yeah. right? Those things have been, like, those pillars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then values. And uh, so then, like, you know, these 12 values that right. we've, like, yeah, come fe- up with. it feels like— uh
1: to state these during this fall season is key just because it feels like in a sense we are regathering after COVID people are coming back and, and, um, and it's important time to go, okay, let's not just assume that we're all on the same page when it comes to the things that we value, but let's like really implicitly state them so that we can all go, okay, yeah, this is who we are.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm not just going to like, boringly recite all of them right now, because I feel like that, like, we'll just kind of go one at a time. Um, But maybe, like, we'll, we'll just cover one today, but I think it's cool the first two are truth and grace, mm-hmm. right? And they're they're kind of the more foundational too, mm-hmm. right? Like, what do you think about that? Like this sense of truth and grace, or even Dave used to always talk about, we want to be a church that has a spirit of love and grace, mm-hmm. that these things are, um, we do everything. We like live out the truth with love and grace, right?
1: Yeah. So truth is non-negotiable. It's true, yeah. right? So it's, uh, this is black and white, um, but grace has a way of how we deliver yeah. <laughs> that. And yeah. so I talked about it so well this last Sunday, if you got to hear the message with the idea of um, we have um, a, a firm um, center yes. and then soft edges. right? Yes,
0: yes, that's right. Which, you know, I, I said in that sermon was from when I was up at Biola over the weekend and listening to Barry Corey, the president of Biola University, speaking to all of us new parents of freshmen as I'm up there, like, trying not to cry. Yeah. How are you? Okay. We're like day five
1: of your daughter being away. How are you doing?
0: Yeah. We're, this is like actually full week. Oh yeah. We're full week now. Right. Um, and I'm, you know, we're doing okay. It's, it's hard. It's, it's such an interesting thing because you are so excited for her. Uh, you're excited for your child to go off to this next stage of their life. But then you still walk by their empty room yes. and you're like, oh, I miss my sweet girl. Yes. So there's that that whole combination. But she's doing great. She's doing well, uh, enjoying classes and all of that. Um, and anyway, but uh, but Barry Corey, uh, that president there is talking to parents about that. And he he like puts up this picture of a car with a bumper sticker that said that on it. You know, mm-hmm. something like first firm center soft edges and that had been a thing that Dave had been really working on me <laughs> about because why I, why why <laughs> why was Dave wanting to tell you about that i know dave had been working on it with me for years because i and i feel like actually i genuinely feel this has an area been an area of growth for me but yeah. it can still be an area of like uh, of struggle right. uh, of having a firm heart that has maybe some bristly edges sure. and so that's like my that like I have these things I deeply care about and I'll care about it Right. so much that I might come off a little bit too strong. Huh.
1: You know, what's uh, funny about that is Dave's actually talked to me about the very opposite of that, which is <laughs> not that, that I don't have any convictions, but it's like, hey, make sure that you, you stay like convicted and true to what you believe. Right. Also you, with grace. Cause
0: sometimes it's like, oh, right. you can kind of, but don't kind of like wave. acquiesce to someone exactly. or whatever. That's right. what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. That's fine. And that's why we, even like the last podcast we sure, did together yeah. was kind of about how we have some of that give and take with, um. Uh, yin and yang, so to speak, right. you know, and I think that's, um, but I think that's cool. I think that's why we work together so well. Um, so, okay. So this, so this firm, firm heart, soft edges is, is the total thing. And what it is really is as Ephesians four says to speak the truth in love. Mm-hmm. So we have these truths, these things we care about super, super deeply, but we want to speak them in love. Now think about that just <laughs> in the way our world is right now. We have a lot of people who either Th- think that there's something that is truth <laughs> and sometimes what's scary is you have two different people that think the sure. thing that they think is truth and right. within all the sort of political covid kind of stuff gets a little messy mm-hmm. um, but then two people that then maybe aren't speaking that truth with love mm-hmm. right and um, and what's cool even coming into this message on truth I think is the whole series we just did on Second Timothy is a lot about that of how to you've got to like speak, you've got to hold your conviction strong, right. but he keeps saying words like gentleness. Yeah. He keeps saying words like love, right? Mm-hmm. Like you want to do this respecting other people. Mm-hmm. Oh, humility is the other one, sure. you know, with humility. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think too, with the attitude that we approach it, but then there's some that, okay, well, if you have, you know, what's the phrase that we hear a lot? Um, I'm speaking my truth. Right? Oh gosh. Yeah. So there's the sense that Um, Okay, we have to really major on grace (laughs) and Mm -hmm. how we deliver a message. But I also think we have to really go, okay, what is truth?
0: Yes, yes. And
1: you talked about that on Sunday, too, that, okay, as followers of Jesus, we ultimately find truth where? That's
0: right, in the Bible. Yeah. Yeah, in the Bible. The Bible, God's word, that this is, you know, like I always talk about the Bible as like when we all want to hear God's voice. And this is the out loud voice of God in 2000 pages or whatever, you know, whatever it is, it's 66 books. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got that out loud voice of God right there for you. And you don't have to, um, you know, there's no sense of <laughs> waiting for it. You can go right to it. Right. And uh, so just that is our ultimate source for truth. And so mm-hmm. we dig into it. We want to understand it. We want to understand it and its fullness and its total, like the whole breadth of Scripture and what the point of Scripture is trying right. to do, pointing to Jesus, yes. and we want to understand it in its context and in its mm-hmm. language and in its time, you know, and all that, but yes. then also how it applies to us today.
1: Right, and love Jesus, you know, famously says, and the whole, I think we were just saying this before we started recording, but the Gospel of John just has so many places mm-hmm. where Jesus talks about truth, and John fourteen six, he says, Jesus says, I am the way. The truth. Yeah. <laughs> so is is truth. the truth yeah and so Jesus ultimately is truth yeah yeah. I don't mean to like simplify it and boil it down to just just that
0: right but that's a good place to start it's a great place to start and it's even like what also Ephesians 4 talks about the the standard and measure of Christ mm-hmm. like that you are you're all coming in differently but you're going to ultimately be then coming together and what you'll be held up to is this standard the standard of truth is Jesus right the measure of truth is Jesus and That's cool. Yeah. I always think about, you think God is love, right? You're kind of like more aware of that, but like Jesus is truth. And so you want to know the truth. You want to (laughs) know how to find the, that ultimate source of truth and what the standard is that we're, you know, in some ways held up to is, um, is that who Jesus is.
1: Yeah. And in my mind, that doesn't restrict life. It actually brings freedom Mm -hmm. to life. Um, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if you'll, everyone will follow this analogy, but um, sometimes watching my kids play sports um, and a, a referee or an umpire will make a call and all the parents uh, of one side will go, that was a great call if it goes on their side and all the <laughs> yeah. parents on their side will go, no, that was a terrible call. Yep. And so it's so funny how our perspective changes mm-hmm. what we think is right, accurate, correct or true. Exactly. But when there's this standard of truth that's beyond my feelings or my side Yep. Yep. and I can just hold that above everything or outside of everything all of a sudden there's freedom in that because it's not like, okay, I'm having to manage um, and massage this to make it true. Right. I just can look outside of myself and my culture and my team in a sense and go, this, this is just the reality. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. No, it totally makes sense because actually it, 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 (laughs) I can relate to this because just this last weekend I was watching the. I'm a big. I'm a big soccer fan. Oh boy, here we go. Yeah, here you go. Here soccer go. story. So it was Chelsea. Go ahead and
1: uh, just go ahead and like fast forward thirty <laughs> seconds. Right yeah, now. the tap 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 tap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, go, ahead, go ahead. No, but I'm a I'm a big Chelsea uh, football club fan, and Chelsea is playing Liverpool. So kind of big game, two big teams, and there was, Chelsea was up one nothing, and then at the end of the first half there's, Liverpool's like about to score and it kind of like, it felt like the ball was just kind of like going all over the place and it was a little bit wild and then a Liverpool player kicked it and this, a Chelsea defender named Reese James is standing on the goal line and he's not the goalie, so he, you know and it, but it ricochets off of his leg and then hits him in the hand but it was kind of as his hand was moving forward and so it doesn't go in the goal so then whistle blows and the referee goes and looks at the video replay and instantly just like calls penalty kick and then red card and no. kicks the player out of the game. No. And I was like, oh, mad. You know, no, why? Right. Ah, this isn't right. He wasn't trying to do that. Sure. It wasn't his intent. But it, then it's like, but the rules of the game, yeah you know, if, you're, if your arm's moving forward and you stop it from crossing the goal line, it's like immediate red card. Sure. And so it's just like, okay, that's the rules. It's upsetting. You know, we might not like it. And sometimes that's like, mm-hmm. That's how we have to think about sometimes the Bible. It's like, it's not just a book of rules. So I don't want people to just think about the Bible as a book of rules. It's a book of life. But at the same time, do we submit ourselves fully, Mm -hmm. right? Do we submit ourselves fully to whatever it says? Mm -hmm. And that's a tough thing in this day and age. It is. And so do we, the tagline of the, the truth value is think, we think biblically about everything. And humbly about ourselves. Mm-hmm. So do we really think biblically about everything? So are our views on how we treat our enemies, our friends our views on how we handle money or our views on sexuality or mm-hmm. our views on pride you know and greed and these sorts of issues in the world or how we relate to our children or in our marriage or whatever like are we really looking into the scripture to think biblically about all those things right yeah
1: oh, i i love that and and mm-hmm. again it goes back to that freedom i think when we do look outside of ourselves to what god's truth is yep it does free us up. Yeah, it really does. It's like you said; it's not just rules to hold us down. It's actually uh, a way that God calls us to live, and then I think to flourish.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, there's another verse that that's uh, uh, by John, but it's in First John three eighteen. He says, "Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth." Hmm. And interestingly, he compares, or you know, or he he puts alongside next Mm to deed, like, Hey, we get like, don't just talk about it, like actually do something when you're going to show this love, but do it in deed and in truth. And so it's interesting that maybe part of this, like actually living it out is part of this truth, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And it makes it true in your, it's real in your life when you actually follow it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I think that's something that, Probably, uh, I'm just gonna say like really general statement, but sure. The church um, in this century, Christians that non Christians know, that's probably one of the ways that we've actually, I don't know, held down the gospel from people. Yeah. Is that we have we've said this is true, but then we don't live it out. Right. And right. so there's, and obviously we all have hypocrisy in our lives. Yeah. We all have things where we fall short. And yet, um, if we're going to say, okay, this is a truth outside of myself, it's not just my truth, it's the truth, boy, are we willing to submit and to surrender to that. I think when we do that, culture may at first say, I don't like that, right? but I think ultimately, I guess I'm hopeful of this, that they'll respect it. when when we live in congruence to truth.
0: Absolutely. I was just sitting across the table with somebody this week that was struggling with their faith and with doubt and stuff like that because of how they feel they've seen Christians act in this last couple years. And again, no matter what the truth is that you believe, are you living it out with love, right? And so they felt like they weren't seeing that. They weren't seeing um, a life especially they didn't see someone had lived like a long life as a believer result in a more loving person Mm. and it was causing doubt for them Mm. in their faith. And it's like, that's tragic, right? So tragic. Boy, that's
1: a good challenge as I hear that for all of us who have been Christians for more than five years, 10 years, 20, 30 years that, boy, I I hope as people look at our lives, um, they'll say that's a person that's not perfect in any way, Yeah, but they're growing in their following of the truth
0: mm-hmm. of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we think biblically about everything. We think humbly about ourselves. We, we believe in this truth. This, this episode, we're just kind of, we're just going quick, right? Like uh, we're going quick because we're just mostly trying to say We're back. We're back. It's a bit of a, you know, hopefully this is just a little bit of a teaser and just getting you back into resubscribing (laughs) to the Calvary Life podcast. And we want to, we're going to go through and talk about these values. Um, And we also want to be having some other episodes with some, um, you know, interviews and things like that.
1: Yeah. Get some guest speakers, people Mm -hmm. that are part of Calvary's family and just kind of hearing some of their stories.
0: Yep. Yep. The, the original sort of idea around this podcast, as, as even we, you know, calvarylife.org is our website. So we, you hear Calvary Life a lot. But um, the Calvary Life, it's like life at Calvary. What is it like for a person? Um, and this is, uh, this is a Matt Doan term that I'll use. How are they living out their faith in their everyday life. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I actually just wrote an email. It's like going to get sent today, but um, Mm -hmm. to everybody, but I called it the intimacy of everyday life Mm -hmm. um, because even thinking about how family is, and I was actually kind of reflecting on some of the stuff with my daughter going away to college is that there's this intimacy of everyday life. That's more, important than the birthday celebration or yes. Christmas or whatever, right? right. It's the, the morning rit- routines and the mm-hmm. evening rituals and the dinners yeah. and just stuff like that, right? Yeah,
1: there's beauty and truth in just yeah. ordinary life. In fact, um, I know just as kind of a church culture, we don't necessarily follow the, the church calendar, the traditional church yeah. calendar, yeah. but uh, the month of August, September is known in church tradition as ordinary time. So it's a time before, you've heard of probably, um, you know, Advent season around Mm -hmm. Christmas or Lent Lent, around Easter, but this is just called ordinary. Like, it's kind of funny. When I first heard that, I was like, oh, this means like
0: nothing happens.
1: But (laughs) no, it's like there's beauty and truth and following Jesus in an ordinary time, an ordinary week, an ordinary day.
0: Right. And so we want to not just interview the people who like, you know, had some like, healed of cancer or story, you know, some crazy wild stories or somebody that like started an organization that like went global or you know, like those are good. We want those, but also stories that are, that are the ordinary, like everyday life. Like what is it like to live out your faith in your everyday life? Yeah. So even let us know if you have like ideas of things that would be good, um, you know, or people that would be great for us to, to talk with. We love to do that. Yeah, please
1: do. Otherwise, otherwise we're just going to be talking about our own stories of mm-hmm. getting chased by canines. Watching soccer and games.
0: <laughs> but make sure you, uh, you know, five-star review, smash that subscribe button. <laughs> Is that what you're supposed to do? I don't know. Whatever you're supposed to say about that stuff it really helps. Just get the word out for the podcast guys. Do we have any like commercials or anything? Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Calvary. We now are going to a commercial break to talk about light the night. (laughs) Light the night is going to be a great time. Bring your candy. (laughs) We're doing light the night this year, right? That's right. That's the goal. So everything's on light the night and my favorite event. Oh, the christmas tree lighting. Yes, that's coming. Yes, I cannot wait. So start getting your lights ready on your house cuz I want you all to have better christmas lights than me even okay. on your own home. We're going to go
1: way way off the off the <laughs> rails here, but what's your you already have strategy for christmas? Uh, your lights at your own home or what are you thinking?
0: Uh yeah. Of I course, mean, yeah. it's yeah, it's going to be it's going to go off, but there's a lot of lights. Although I will tell you this, so every year I buy my new, I buy a bunch of new lights on December 26th at Walmart day after Christmas, Walmart, Simi Valley, we're up at B's parents' house. (laughs) I showed up this year, nothing. What? There was nothing. They'd already cleaned it out. COVID. It was gone. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was supply chain kind of stuff, nothing. So I'm going to have to buy some stuff at like regular price this year, and I'm not going to be able to buy as much. So I'm going to try and just make sure I spend the same amount of money, but I've got a pretty good uh supply already <laughs> where do you keep all your lights it's all in the garage it's all in the garage i didn't do as good of a job of cleaning up this year there's a lot still in the middle I, of my garage
1: you know what i think that's i appreciate you saying that's probably all of us right this yeah. has just been a year where it's kind of like oh i yeah. don't have the energy yeah there's a lot of junk put things away
0: <laughs> or do the dishes yes exactly <laughs> all right well let's put this yes. podcast away thank you Don. you're amazing Great. Love you, my brother. I love you. And thank you for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast.